With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. We're back with another match preview. After the nil-nil draw at the Emirates, uh, we now focus on the FA Cup third round draw against Sheffield Wednesday. I'm Scott, I'm your host for this one, and this week I am joined by Daryl, Matty and Joe. Um, We'll jump straight into this one. Uh, Well, before we do that... There is a little bit of housekeeping that I always have to let you know. And even in the cup games, we have a sponsor for this show, and that is uh, Magpin. As we all know, the Gallagher Shots Match Preview is brought to you by Magpin Badges. They are the go-to site for high-quality, unofficial enamel pin badges of Newcastle players, legends, and retro kits. They also do those uh, nice little postcards, and I think they've also got a calendar uh, on their website as well. If you're after, if you, I know it's the 4th of January, but... If you still haven't got your calendar for the year, maybe just have a look at that. Anyway, their website is magpinbadges.bigcartel.com. So as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, we are focusing on the FA Cup third round tie against Sheffield. It's this coming Saturday, the 7th of January, 2023. I got that right. Didn't say 22, Nelly. Um, It's a 6pm kickoff at Hillsborough uh, and it's on BBC One. We got selected by uh, the Beeb. I think it's also on the iPlayer, so um, if you want to watch it with a massive delay, get on the iPlayer, <laughs> but if not, put BBC One on. Um, they're not doing too bad in the league of Sheffield Wednesday. They're currently sitting second in League One. Um, I believe it's around 14 clean sheets. Uh, and Matty, you saw nicely, let me know that it's uh, 17 games on the spin where what they are unbeaten. Um, Daryl, come to you first, mm-hmm. mate. Um, what are your confidence levels for this FA Cup? Obviously, giant killings are all the range in this uh, in this game, but uh, are we confident? Uh, I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, just come off that great point at, uh, high, at Highbury, even DME, at the Emirates on uh, wow. Tuesday night. Um, so, you know, I think we should be all right going into this. Um, Alexander Isak returned to training this week, from what we know, which is fantastic. May even get a chance to see him again on Saturday. Um I think it will depend on the team and how they are feeling generally in health about how much of them we'll see as the first team. Um, because of the opposition and depend on Eddie's mood, I think he wants to take the competition seriously. So whether or not it's a full-strength team remains to be seen. Um, yeah. It's going to be an interesting game. I think he will probably mix it up a little bit and there will be a couple of fringe players playing just to give some of the main lads a rest. Um, maybe even the return of Martin Dubravka in goal, perhaps. Um, I mean, Sheffield Wednesday, as you've said, you know, they're on a pretty decent run as it is. Um, probably a little bit too good for the league that they're in and they have been since they went down. They've just narrowly missed out on promotion, I think, with the seasons that they've been in that division. 
um, and they're really taking it by storm this season. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, two good teams, two teams on a good and beaten run um, should be in for a dandy. Yeah, it should always be a good run. It's always a nice little trip down uh, to Hillsborough. Uh, I believe, Daryl, you will be there. I will, um, yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting one. Their top goal scorer, Matty, mm-hmm. is uh, Michael Smith. We were talking about him just before. Local mm-hmm. lad to us. Not uh, the Dodge player. Goals. Not the Dodge player, no. <laughs> well, yeah, well I done, mean, Bully if, Boy, by the way. Well done, Bully yeah, Boy. Yeah, if, good, if they good win the World Championship with Dodge and play for Chef Wed, then hats off to him. Um, their second top goal scorer, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's on seven, and then it's like four, and they're getting, seem to be getting goals from all over the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, their front three seems to be a bit of a threat. Is that something we should be mindful of? I think you should be mindful of any team. I'm not sure already how will be. Um, any team that's putting together a run like Chef Wed have, like you just said, 17 games in 90 minutes. They're, they're sort of undefeated. We appreciate they got beat on penalties to Southampton in the Cup, but the, the random close. But yeah, they're front three. Michael Smith, a local lad born in Wall's End. He scored goals for fun in, in that sort of level. Um, I think he was at Rotherham recently before going to Sheffield Wednesday. And then you've got the likes of Josh Windass. Uh, famously, Dean Windass's son. It was it was at Rangers and Wigan. He, he's not exactly a prolific goal scorer, but he's had a, had a little purple patch. He scored a hat trick at the weekend, and then you've got Callum Patterson, who we saw glimpses of in the Premier League when he was at Cardiff City, who signed, I think, from Hearts, um, a, a sort of utility player who who played midfield defence and then started getting shot up front like it was a five side game, and uh, started scoring goals all of a sudden. So he's been sort of holding on to that, and you know. That front three, you sort of, in these sort of games, you look at their attacking players because they're evidently they're the ones that are going to hurt you. We should be causing them problems no matter who we put on yeah. the pitch because we're the Premier League side. Um, uh, they've got some, I know they've got like Palmer at the back. I mean, he's been playing there for, for umpteen amounts of years, experienced player and experienced defender. But yeah, you're right. Don't really look past their, their front three um, if they all start. They could cause us some issues, but I'm, I'm fairly confident that we can keep you know, keep them at bay, but, you know, you, you can't get overconfident in these sort of matters. Absolutely. And, and as we mentioned, mm. clubs love a giant killing in this competition. And we know firsthand uh, with the with the, the games have gone, have years gone, that uh, giant killings are, are our forte in terms of being on the receiving end of them. Um, yes. They have a few injuries. It was quite hard to find this information out that wasn't, you know, a few weeks old, but I think their captain, Barry Bannon, is out, which is a big uh, shame for them. I think they've also got a couple of centre-backs who are regulars who are also out. I can't remember uh, the names, um, but they, they seem to be worrying about one or two of those. Joe, with their injuries to kind of their senior players, they're obviously wanting to go for this health of leather. Um, is that something that, you know, not saying we need to capitalise on, but is it something that we can, you know, exploit and maybe, you know, with our with our strike force, look to do some damage to Sheffield Wednesday? Yeah, and to be honest, they're not the only ones who have a bit of an injury list. You know, we've got the likes of, you know, Shelby out, um, Dummett's out, who, was, who I believe played against Tramia, um, and ASM's only just coming back as well. So we do have a few injuries of our own. And having said that, I do think that might actually force our hand a little bit mm. to play a relatively strong side compared to what we probably would if everyone was fit. Um, for instance, uh, with Isak still coming back to fitness, you know, uh, obviously we'll have Wood up front. Um, the midfield's an interesting one for us, actually, because with Shelby being out and honestly, Willock will look absolutely knackered against uh, Arsenal. I think that will 
be needing to uh, start quite a strong midfield. So the likes of Longstaff and Joe Linton, probably Anderson in there as well, I reckon. Uh, you know, he got he's had a, uh, some minutes in the Cups and he's been on the bench recently. So I think this would be yeah. a great game for him. You, see, you know, he's shown that he can turn it on at these, uh, you know, lower leagues. So I think it'd be a great game to get him involved. And like you say, it's definitely, uh, with their injuries, it's definitely something that we can capitalise on, 100%. Absolutely. Eddie Howe's already said he wants to take these Cups seriously. So I think as strong as team as, maybe it's not as possible, but as as we would, you know, maybe more than what we'd like to see uh, will be nice. Um, we'll turn our attention to Newcastle a little bit. There's a few players returning and a few players that could feature. Um, I think we've already mentioned Isak, uh, who is now back in full training. Um, Matty, I'll come back to you. These two games coming up, because we also have the uh, obviously the Leicester game in the uh, EFL Cup as well. Um, I think it's is that midweek after this one, if I remember right. Yeah, next um, Tuesday. Tuesday. Are these two games to get him back up to kind of match fitness and and, and give him, you know, minutes in the legs, or do you not risk him? Um, I think it's just going to be a sort of. Um... Through want of a better phrase, suck it and see sort of you know stance because I don't think he'll start. Definitely don't think he'll start. I think Wood will start that game, but if he's on the bench, they'll wait and see maybe what the sort of game's looking like. Um, we're expecting a physical game. It's League One, no VAR. Yeah. You'll be getting a few kicks and a few, a few um, naughty challenges in there. So I think if if we're winning. Then he might bring him on if if it's still a, a really tight game. Then I think they, they might not risk him. But I think it is a, a good a good you know uh, opportunity to to start blooding him in again. But um, yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. Like you said, there's plenty of injuries, so it's whether you can really bring him in when there's going to be players doing jobs that they're not used to doing. I'm mm-hmm. expecting you know you're going to see the likes of I think Lascelles back in the centre half position, Mankio, maybe Jamal Lewis. Uh, let's not forget Jacob Murphy used to play for these lot. He was on loan there yeah. a couple of seasons ago. Was it last season? I can't remember. Uh, a couple of seasons ago, yeah. Um, so yeah. it's going to be a, it's going to be a bit of a Frankenstein's mon- monster of a, of a starting eleven. I'm expecting. But if things are going well, why not bring Isak on? Because you know we can't wait to see what he can do when he's playing in a, an informed Newcastle side because he, he didn't really get to play in one when he was there. We had that little weird patch where we obviously got beat off Liverpool even though we played really well and then uh, the draws against Bournemouth and Palace so I'd love to see him in a team that that's flying yeah I think um I think we might see a few of the youngsters maybe get a chance uh this week you know and and one who you know maybe stands out that maybe isn't quite ready because uh, he has only just arrived in the country is uh Garan Kual who we are looking to loan out but maybe, Daryl, this is an opportunity to maybe put him in a bit of a shop window for those who maybe haven't seen him in the uh, Australian A-League. Um, do you think he'll feature at all or do you think that's a non-starter? I think, to be honest, it's probably a non-starter. I think Eddie really wants to just get him sent out on loan. Um, you know, reading today that there's apparently been some interest from Hearts in mm-hmm. Scotland to take him out on loan. And to be honest, it's really fallen to our benefit that he has been able to grant be granted his work permit to 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 go out on loan in this country because it means we can technically we could keep him close so he could end up at like maybe hearts which is only an hour and a half away could even end up down the road at Middlesbrough for all we know um or even again maybe even just to give him a bit of a taste of the, this this country maybe even in Sheffield maybe at Sheffield United or or otherwise um so I think it's really good that he's got that option in in the bank now with Garan Qual. Um I mean don't get us wrong from what we've seen of him in the A-League. It would have been nice to probably see him on Saturday. But again, you yeah. know, 
Eddie knows best and I've got to stick by his decisions. Yeah, I think long gone are the days of uh, we'll get a player in and then just instantly dropped in at the deep end in the first team without any kind of training or tactic uh, awareness yeah. of what we're doing. So, uh, yeah, I think I think you're probably right. We probably won't see him. One player that we might see, and I think you've already mentioned this, Joe, is Martin Dubravka. Bit of a weird one this week. Uh, apparently, he asked to come back, and then apparently we've asked him to come back, and then it's turned out it was him in the end who didn't like sitting in that hotel room watching Manchester United on the TV <laughs> and instead wanted to sit <laughs> on our bench instead. So. Do you think <clears throat> we'll give him uh, some minutes, uh, given the fact he hasn't played much at Manchester? Hey, we'll tell you, yeah, hey, we'll tell you what, a week is uh, not a long time in football, is it? It wasn't just the... Uh, also, preview gone, I was telling you, is that we'll probably won't see him in a Newcastle shirt again. And I'm about to tell you he's going to start on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, very strange one. Very strange one. But at the end of the day, he is our player. If he's our player, he's our player, right? He is the second best keeper at the, at the club. Uh, I think that's, you know, no one can argue against that. Yeah, the way he exited to go to Man U and sort of his behaviour afterwards... Bit of a sour taste, to be honest. Not the biggest fan, but at the end of the day, you know, he's back. He's going to do a professional job. He's probably kind of, he's probably seen how well we're doing and thought, yeah, all right. I've, you know, I've probably made a bit of a mistake. Um, maybe, maybe the position that we're in is uh, giving him a bit of a, a bit of a fighting spirit to actually try and push for a spot and he may well stay. Having said that, I wouldn't be surprised if he also goes, but I do expect him to start mm-hmm. on Saturday 100%. He's, a, he's, by far a good enough keeper to play in the third round of the FA Cup. And it'll give Pope a well-earned rest as well. You know, he's uh, he's come straight in since uh, his return from the World Cup and he's done some absolute heroics for us and he deserves a bit of, bit of time off. Especially, I think, is with the Leicester game on Tuesday as well, this kind of makes it a bit of a no-brainer. Yeah. You're going to be resting pretty near enough all, bar enough a couple in the midfield, like I mentioned, like maybe like a Joe Linton along stuff. Uh, you're going to be resting... The, the rest of them for for Tuesday, uh, so I fully expect to see him in in goal on Saturday. Just to play a bit of devil's advocate, and I'll, and I'll pass this one to you, Matty. If you drop Dubravka straight in, what kind of message does that deliver to Carl Darlow? Um, I just I don't think we have all the information personally. I don't know. No. I mean, if 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 it was Darlow's fit, uh, he is fit. He's a good looking boy. Um, if we were to just drop Dubravka in over Dalo and Dalo is is match ready, then yeah, maybe it does send a bit of a, a funny message because he's been the one there training mm. with the rest of the lads and he, he did play in the, the Tramier game and he, he's played, um, I think that's the only game he's played actually, the Tramier game, but did he play the Tramier yeah. game? Am I talking shit? Yeah, he did. No, he did. He did. did. Yeah, he did. He didn't feature in the friendlies no. during the World Cup though. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So whether there's something we don't know, whether it's personal issues or whether it's an injury um like you say he didn't he didn't feature in those warm-up games um so maybe there's something wrong and if he comes in then Dubravka then it's fine because like Joe's just said he's, he's the second best keeper at, at the club but yeah maybe if, if Dalo's fit it doesn't send the particularly the right message but um I have I think we all have full faith in in Eddie Howe to, to handle these sort of situations properly he's not one for just dropping players in who, who don't deserve to be there um as for the Dubravka thing, I've, I've already said on the on the on the review last night, I'm I'm not bothered. You know, yep. sometimes you just fall out with people, don't you? He might be in the hotel, <laughs> his phone rings, Eddie's ringing. He's like, I'm not going to answer your call. You got me out the the, the team, and then he rings Eddie because he feels bad. Then Eddie's like, I'm not answering your phone, and just doing the sex <laughs> dance around each other. 
until he comes home and, and he, he goes get himself back in the team starting to play Chef Wednesday. So I'm not too overly too concerned. I'm I, I'm actually quite excited to see him back in a Newcastle shirt, to be honest. I mean, I, I've always been a big fan of Martin Dubravka. Yeah, he, he, it was a bit of a nonsensical move to Man United, but it is what it is. It is what it is. He's come back now. And whether that's to, like you say, dangle a Dubravka-shaped carrot at someone like Leicester, whether it's just to have him as a number two, either way, um, he'll be doing a he'll be doing a service. So I absolutely yeah. Yeah. And just sorry, just to quickly yeah. say as well, he's already kind of done that by naming naming him straight on the bench against Arsenal, hasn't he? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and again, yeah, that's why yeah. I think we don't know if there's something wrong or if you know because mm-hmm. everyone I've heard said oh, it's because he doesn't fancy Carrius. Well, then we're not really talking about Darlow then. And there's a, there must yeah. be a reason we're not talking about Darlow. There has to be. I mean, Mark mm-hmm. Gillespie's there just for, to make up numbers and training, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure he's a lovely lad. Uh, I know he's made a couple of appearances a few seasons ago. But, um, yeah, I think I think there must be. I think there might be something we don't know about Darlow, but that's just me totally speculating. Yeah, and we'll probably find more about that uh, in Eddie Howe's press conference because I'm sure one of the journalists will ask the question. Um, I think they have to. Because everyone's yeah. wondering, there's a lot of speculation. Even if Eddie Howe just comes out and says, "Look, this is the reason why, and, and this is what's going on," it'll just clear the air a bit. We all think. Um, yeah, we'll find that. I'm guessing on Friday there'll be a uh, there'll be a, a press conference from Eddie Howe. Um, before that, we hopefully got out that Arsenal game unscathed. There was no injuries that we saw. Or Fabian Cher picked up his uh, his obligatory head injury. Uh, <laughs> I think twice in that game, which he, he just kind of for such a good looking bloke, he gets hit in the face quite a lot, which uh, really surprises me. But um, the other player that I would expect to maybe see start is Alan St. Maximum. I think he's had a few bench appearances in this, especially if you know we make the midfield of maybe say Joel Linton and uh, Sean Longstaff and Elliot Anderson, that's then prime for, for St. Maximum to come in on that left hand side. and and, and hopefully link up with Wood a bit better than they have been in the past. But I think he could do a bit of damage in this game. So I think you might see St. Maximum start. Um, and yeah, it's 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 going to be an interesting one to see what the team will be because obviously we have got that Leicester game and there will be a preview for that coming up after the Sheffield Wednesday game. So we will, uh, we will be recording that and get that out before that game. So we'll hopefully be in the fourth round of the FA Cup and then looking forward to the, uh, the EFL Cup as well. We'll see what happens there. Right then, we'll... Can yes, I raise one Matty, thing before we go? You absolutely can. Are we not expecting to see Matt Ritchie play? I was just going to say funny. the same thing. Ooh. Yeah, I reckon we could see... Right, that drop, you know. drop that little angry yeah. man into the conversation. Yeah. But I just thought, with him coming on against... Um, who was it against? It was against uh, Leicester. I just thought maybe he might think... Yeah, I'll, I'll stick him in. You know, he could he could still be League One level. We're not too sure, but I just think with all the injuries we've got, I'm just think I, I'm expecting Wood, Murphy, and Alan Saint Maximum. That's what they're the three I'm expecting yep. up front. But I'm just thinking in midfield whether the shape changes because I don't know if he's going to risk Joe Linton because of he was feeling his calf quite a bit against Arsenal. Yeah, will it look like his legs? Well, his legs look like they fell off. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, so I'm thinking Anderson, Longstaff, and then another person. But then you wouldn't have Matt Ritchie centre mid, so it's just it's no, a strange yeah. one. Well, yeah, would you Hammond not play Matt Ritchie left back? I would Maybe put left, I would put him left back, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll see. You put, that would you give put you the Matt Ritchie left back. Dan, yeah, and then that would give you the option to put Dan Burn in with Lascelles in centre back. I don't know what's my, my target, by the way. 
He's got a heel injury. He's got a, he's got a heel injury. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's um, unknown return. There's an echo. Apparently he's being. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, I, I, no, he's had for quite a couple of, about a couple of months now, but it's just gotten worse. So, yeah. Am I he needs worried? one of them uh, egg peddy things on his feet. I think that's all it is. is um, yeah. My, my yes. worry with whacking Saint in though, real quick, sorry, is that I yeah. hop back to the Tramia game and the amount of injuries and the shit that we that got kicked out of us in that game. Mm. Is it worth risking a Alan St. Maxman who's not played too much in the last you know couple of months? I, especially when we've got you know the cup game coming, I, I do worry. I do, it's, and it's the same argument with Isak, assuming that he's fit enough to make the bench. Mm-hmm. Is it worth risking these assets who are just coming back from injury for, for a game that if you put Richie in and Wood in, they should do a job? Um, so it's an interesting one. And like, like we've already talked about, the Leicester game throws an entire new dimension into the mix. So it'll be, it'll be a really fascinating one to see what he does. He might even just give him half an hour. Yeah, you might also name an unchanged side. He has done that before. I'm surprised. Just <laughs> oh, all. just screw um, it, go for it, no, <laughs> and just absolutely yeah. go for it. Hell absolutely blitz um, them. We've we've <laughs> talked about this in the past on these match previews, and we've went, oh yeah, he's definitely going to make this change and do that change, and then it's like, nope. nope. The strongest team in the field is going out there and playing in this cup. So we'll see what happens. I think with with Saint Maxim, he's a, he maybe is a little bit fitter than he was in the Tramia game. He, he does seem to have, have a bit more to him. In these games, he doesn't seem to be hobbling as much in the game that he's come on. Maybe he just hasn't had the challenges put in. Who knows? We will see, and we will see on Saturday. We'll come to predictions, lads, uh, and I'll stick with you, Joe. Um, what is your prediction for this one, if you can make one? Because it's obviously entering the unknown with a with a team like Sheffield Wednesday to an extent. 2-0. Yeah, Ooh. I think... Yeah, you know, I see I see a relative I mean, like I said before, I see a relatively strong side. I expect Mankiev to come in at right back. He might even keep Botman in in the center along with Lascelles. Uh he did against Tramia. And with like I said, with the injuries we've got in midfield, it could force a hand to play quite a strong side. And we've got we'll have options on the bench as well, I imagine. The thing is, we've played it a little bit risky with a couple of the uh League Cup matches. I'm thinking of like I said, Tramia. Um, Palace took the penalties. It doesn't take that many changes for us to look a little bit disjointed. Um, so whether it, would he risk that for this game? I don't know. He might, he might have, um, he might think he wants to play a little bit safer this time around. So I think we'll feel quite a strong side, especially at the back. And uh, yeah, I reckon we'll keep a clean sheet. And that'll be, I think that'll be a record one if we keep that clean sheet for um, for Nick Pope, the eight. We eight clean sheets, and there's more than that now. Sorry, seven now, yeah, seven. seven in a row, eight in a row. But yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see. Uh, Matty, what is your prediction, mate? Chef Wednesday are gonna score, they're gonna mm. score 100%, definitely gonna score, but we're gonna score more. Um, so <laughs> two, three, one. I think they might score first. I just have this feeling, I have this feeling in my waters, but um. Like George just said, it's it's whether we change enough to be that disjointed team. We've seen it in the past when even when we've been having good spells in the past and it comes to a cup game, we make a lot of changes. You can just tell it's not working. It seemed the same against sort of Bournemouth and Palace. If you make too many yeah. changes, it's because everyone knows their jobs in that starting eleven. Things become a little bit disjointed. I'm still expecting five or six changes. I still think it might be one or two surprises, whether he keeps Trippier right back or, like Joe said, Botman. Um, or maybe a Gimmaresh, I'm not too sure. For me, Tuesday's the big game. First, We could get this first League Cup semi-final since 1975, so that yep. would be massive. Um, however, you know we're playing lower league opposition. 
but they're in very good form. So it's a really big juggling plate spinning act for Eddie Howe. But yeah, I think they're going to score, but we'll score more. Uh, two, 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 one. I'll go two, one. Two, one. Excellent. Daryl, your prediction. Well, yeah. So it's interesting there listening to the guys talking about the squad. And it, it is going to be interesting. I'm just wondering how Eddie's going to play with like how he's going to play with squad rotation is he going to go in with the big boys early and then take them off after an hour to give them a rest ahead of Tuesday or is he going to flip it around and, and do it and use them in an emergency um, I think he might even go with the former and I think we'll see quite a strong starting eleven to begin with and I think as Matty alluded to I think we'll probably see Bruno start the game maybe come off after an hour if things are going our way I also agree with Matty and I do think that they will probably score because when you've got a front three as important as theirs is at any level you know they're, they're going to cause a threat and if we're going to go in there with a slightly weakened back four, shall we say, um, I think they're probably going to be good for a goal. And, you know, there's going to be a, a very strong 4,000, I think, back in, in the Leppens Lane end at Air Tillsborough on, on Saturday. And I think we'll come out maybe 3 1 winners. Yeah, I think, I also think Sheffield Wednesday will score given their. Uh... Their current form and, and like I say, the, the goal scorers that they have at the moment. Um, they seem to be knocking them in for fun. Um, but I think the the injuries that they've got in defence may hinder them a little bit, and I think we'll we'll be able to exploit that. And it does all depend on who starts up front um, and and you know, kind of how we play. Like you've said, I think the Palace game especially was probably well. I didn't even get to see it. But Sky Sports News didn't show any highlights because there weren't any. I think it was you and I, Matty. <laughs> no, there weren't. Or maybe it was you and me and you, Daryl, weren't it? We were just like, is the game even on? They're not showing anything. Why is it and then You find out, oh, there's a reason for that. And it's because there was nothing actually happening. So I think if we change it too much, I don't think it'll be as bad. But we'll see what happens. I'm going to go for a 3-1 as well. I think, like I said, I think we'll get goals. But I don't think they'll score first. I think if they score first, that could be bad for, for the for the team and I think it'll quieten the crowd and, and get the home crowd on, on my backs as well. So I I personally think we'll be 2-0 up when they get one back and then it'll make it a bit nervy and then we'll finish them off in like the 80th minute or something like that. But we'll see what happens. That's the it's what the, the BBC FA would want, Scott. It's, it's what the BBC it's, would be It wanting. is. And hey, you don't pay your licence fee for a nil-nil draw, so we've got to have something no. a bit more than that. but we will see what happens this Saturday like I said it's on uh, BBC One and the iPlayer which means I can actually get it in English commentary on Terrestrial TV because we get (laughs) BBC One over here so it's really really nice and hopefully I won't be behind everyone else on the uh, on the WhatsApp group uh, so I'll be able to watch it with, 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 uh, without knowing what's going to happen which is always nice to see Um, does anybody have anything they want to add before we wrap this one up no it's just really oh, nice to see you as a supporter at the moment. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's it's, re- it's been such a nice... Is it four months, five months? Ask me yeah. again next weekend, though, because it might be I might hit it again. Because if, <laughs> if we're out of both cups and got beat off uh, Fulham, I'll be fuming. But, you know. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm looking well, forward to a second cup run. You know, we've had one uh, cup run. It's coming towards an end uh, on... <laughs> Last weekend in February, when the final is, um, and we're just starting another one now. So it's uh, it's really nice. I'm looking yeah. forward to have an FA Cup run. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, yeah, it's a great crossed. competition, great competition, and if we can get far in that, be brilliant. So to to just finish on a question here, and I'll put this to each of you: What would be a success in this FA Cup if we were on going to a cup run and not win and not win the cup? What would be a success in your eyes? I'll I'll leave it with you, Joe, for this one first. 
I would. <laughs> uh, I think. <coughs> I think even the quarters would be a really good achievement. I can't remember the. I think was it in? Was it only once or twice in the entire Ashley era we managed to get past the fourth round? Yeah, it's like some. That. It's so, some. Something along those lines. So I don't think we can ask for too much this time round. But I think any kind of cup run would be brilliant. And the fact is, as well, we're going to be going into sort of the second half of the season if we, you know, with this potential cup run and. A lot of teams around us will have other European competitions, so we were in that sort of unique position where we can afford to play stronger sides later on in the cup, and it obviously just gives us a a, a really good chance of going far. So I would say any any anything up to the quarters would be would be brilliant. You know, I just I've I can't remember, I can't really remember ever seeing a really good FA Cup run, and it's such a fantastic competition that gets overlooked think- um, too many times. So. It all, it all depends on what happens on Tuesday for me. If we get through on Saturday and then mm. we get through on Tuesday, for me, the it, just the premises, I'm, I'm going on the season as a whole here because if, if we if we get through the semi-finals of the League Cup and we finish where we're hoping we finish this season, whether that's, you know, like north of 8th and 7th, um, that's massive progress in itself already. Forget about the FA Cup, you know. You get through, brilliant. Um, but say we got through the semi-finals, got knocked out in the fourth round of the FA Cup and finished sixth, I would probably snap your hand off tomorrow, to be honest. So, I mean, I know that's probably not the most optimistic, but I mean, to, 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 to achieve something we haven't achieved in over 40 years, you know, yep. it's it's uh, that would be big. big. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, hopefully we get to have our cake and eat it too, which is the stupidest saying I've ever heard in my life. What else are you going to do with cake? You're going to eat it. <laughs> you definitely are. I mean, yeah. no one, no one likes mouldy cake. Um, no, definitely. Daryl, would you agree with all that? Do you think? Do you think a, a, a kind of a, a semi-final is a or, or a or a quarter-final in the FA Cup is a is a good result, or do you want more? Um, no, absolutely. Um, the only thing that bothers me about it all is I just don't want to say we get embarrassed by somebody from a lower division. You know, we've had that too often recently. You only have to look back as last season at Cambridge United. To, to say that. Um, so, you know, go as far as we can if we get knocked out in maybe the fifth or the sixth round by a, a club in and around us in the league or whatever, then I could probably accept that. I just don't want to get embarrassed or humbled by anybody from a lower division. I think we're beyond that now. I think Eddie's going to set us up properly and we'll approach these games and do a professional job. I just, like I said, I just don't want to say we get upset. And we'll be fortunate, actually, because we've got Chelsea and Man City playing each other in this round. There's a, and there's another couple of all Premier League ties, so it's going to settle quite nicely. And to see Man City and Chelsea going head to head already means there's an early exit for one of the big boys coming up. Yes, um, like I said, we will see that all unfold this weekend. So fingers crossed, we will uh, we'll get through, and then we'll get a nice home uh, draw for the fourth round that everyone can attend. Um, apart from myself, of course, unless it's uh, one of the weekends where I'm in the UK. <laughs> unless we draw, we're going to draw Ajax. So well, get, that yeah. is my Champions League dream. I can't, I can't wait for us to be Champions League and we'll get Ajax in the group and I get to go and see a game at the Johan Cruyff mm. Arena. Uh, that would be that would be very, very nice. But we'll see what happens. I'll probably have to sit in the away end because there were some crazy laws over here with English fans that they don't let you in the home side. But we'll see what happens. Oh, well. uh, thanks, lads. Really enjoyed this one. Um, hopefully we go into this game full of confidence, which I think we will, and uh, we'll get a result. 
Thanks, everybody, for watching. If you like this sort of content, you know what to do. Scroll down from this video, hit the little thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button. And if you want to be notified when we get more videos out, hit the little bell icon as well. And that'll do everything that you can do to help this channel grow on YouTube. And if you listen to this on the podcast, just give us a five-star rate, and that also helps. That's really, really nice of you as well. And it's one more thing. If you want to go one step further, you can become a member of the Gallagher Shots uh, and that is only $2.99 a month. That gives you early access to videos, exclusive access to certain videos, as well as access to the Telegram group, uh, which last night there were so many Arsenal memes going around in that group. Uh, it was hilarious. And today, a lot of uh, a lot of talk about Arsenal fans, which uh, we will not bring up on this channel just yet because uh, we want thumbs up, not thumbs down. Um, maybe we'll do another video on that uh, sometime in the future. But thanks very much, everyone, for watching. We'll see you in the next one. And how about let's get a cup run, lads, shall we? Oh, yeah, yes, please. Let's go for it. Yes, please. please. <laughs> yes, please, sir. That would be nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. See you, everybody. Bye. Cheers, everybody. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.